Wow, I can't believe that this little mini season of Welcome Back to Roswell is coming to a close. Um, Today we're going to be talking about three episodes, Baby It's You, Off the Menu, and The Departure. Two really great episodes, one really weird episode that was chosen to be shown out of order, which Patrick and I will get into, Um, but we had a really great time kind of marathoning through these, and um, I'm almost ready for another rewatch. Should I tell Patrick? Probably not. Okay. (laughs) Enjoy. What does Kyle see the first thing in the morning when he wakes up? Uh, First thing in the morning? I feel like it's the middle of the night that he sees uh, Max and, uh, uh, and, and Tess coming into the house. I believe it is daytime. Oh, okay. All right. I guess it makes sense. Do you have... they, they were out all yeah. night. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah. Um, who is the first person Max tells that he slept with Tess? His sister, Isabel. Correct. What is Isabel's response to Max telling her about sleeping with Tess? Uh, she... Just is like I don't care about you. <laughs> you. You don't. You don't. You're not concerned about my feelings. Why should I be concerned about yours? Mm-hmm. With some sarcastic clapping. Oh yes, the sarcastic clapping. That's right. <laughs> yeah, she congratulates him on losing his virginity. Virginity. Yes. <clears throat> what does Kyle feed the Playboy playmate? Chocolate cake. <laughs> What pretense do Liz, Maria, and Michael use to get into Jenna Coleman's room? Uh, That she had physics notes that uh, Maria was going to borrow. How long does an alien orgasm last? About an hour. About an hour. (laughs) Oh, my God. Talk about, like, and again, it's one of those things that, like, it that piece of information yeah. becomes key to all fanfics for the rest of time of about Roswell. Oh my God. Of course it, of course like, it does. Of course it does. But it's one of those things that like, I wonder if the writers knew that what they were feeding into, it's sort of like um, in Star Trek. And I'm not even a huge Star Trek person, but like, uh, like Ponfar. I don't know what that is. That's the mating for Vulcans. Okay. That's, I believe, and I only know about it really from fanfic. Sure. <laughs> but it's like, I think it has to do with like, it's, I think it has to do with like almost like a heat for Vulcans, which, you know, Vulcans are not very, um, not emotional, right? Not very emotional. So like, but it's such a weird thing that it's like, it's, I think it was probably just in an episode, mentioned in an episode or in an episode of Star Trek. And then it becomes like this major tenant of any time all of these fics right and i think that's the same thing with this like this hour-long orgasm thing that someone wrote it in and then now it just is like you have to deal with that that is just like a part of right all of these fanfics well i mean it it's just like the uh the whole and i guess wandavision spoilers here but it's just like the whole Mm -hmm. uh fake pietro thing of like you know they they put that in the show as like you know, we we are in Wanda's perspective. We see someone we think should be Pietro, but who isn't. Yes. Um, and then fans are like, 
this is proof that the X-Men exist in this universe or in a, a multiverse that we can access. And it's just like, yeah. well, hold on. Creators are doing one thing and fans are doing another. A hundred percent. And there's such different, like, yeah, it's, it's a, I, I think I, it's such a fact of alien biology to me now that it like, does <laughs> necessarily like strike weird, but in this watch, it was a weird it's weird because someone had to make that up. It's not like that's yeah. just like a known thing about aliens. Right. Whereas, you know, now it feels like just a known thing about aliens, but yeah. So there's the one hour orgasm. It's also funny because this- it's like, what, what other, like what frame of reference does, do these aliens have hour long orgasms when they masturbate? I, here's the thing again, this is fan. This yeah. is more fanon because yeah. they don't, ex- they never mention this again on the show, by the way, it's, is not like Good. we don't explore it. Good. I'm but glad we're committing it, time to I, it now then. <laughs> yes. Of course. It's very important. I, based on Michael's reaction, I'm going to say no. And I would say the, that it doesn't affect them in masturbation. And I would go even further uh-huh. to say that it, based on where Michael and Maria have been and where even Max and Liz have been, that it doesn't, it, you have to have intercourse for it to happen. And and maybe even beyond that, if this is the only time it ever comes up, maybe it's specifically the act of impregnating someone. Well, that's where fandom fandom doesn't always make it that way. Fandom. But you're right. Come in the on. show. Yeah, fandom is different. And so it's hard for me to separate because I feel like my experience of Roswell is so tied to all of the fan of and all the stuff. But like Yes, in the context of the show, maybe you're right. Maybe that fl- cuz it's also like we're calling it a 1-hour orgasm, but even the way he describes it isn't an hour of ecstasy or an hour of it's an hour of like electricity chi- and like heat and yeah, yeah, and like yeah, and like kind of like chillness. It's like very it's pretty like it's good, but it right, right. Like it's kind of chill. So maybe yeah, maybe that is what you feel after you impregnate someone. Max is going through it in this episode. <laughs> he is. It's true. There's a little bit where I was almost like, is this finally the full-on Max heel turn? Like, where he just goes it, yeah. full bad guy, and where we're just like, well, that's it. He's just like, uh, he's he's just the villain of, of the piece. Yep. Um, but, you know, of course it ends with him. Not ends, but <laughs> to a point where he's, yeah. he's <laughs> weeping next to the overturned trash yes. cans. And even Isabel, who is the one he has wronged, one might say the most, yeah. uh, forgives him and reconnects with him. I think I was thinking about it, and because obviously as we talk about Roswell, it's a hybrid show. So it's a sci-fi show that deals with things weird, like weird sex stuff, yeah. but also uh, is a teen drama. And I can't remember, and it's, you know, I've seen a lot of teen dramas. I wouldn't call myself a teen drama expert, but like. I'm not a stranger right. to this world. Right. No, you are, you are at the very least a, a an experienced hobbyist. Yes. And people, the storyline of characters losing their virginity is very common. That's a very, that's a trope. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's a big thing. The POV of it to be so rooted in the male experience of losing virginity. I, I'm trying to, I couldn't think of any other examples. Well, like, like sometimes treated it seriously. Will be from a, yeah. Like, yeah, I, I, it's like, it'll, it'll be treated like you'll see a female like, emotional experience of it. Right. Or you might see a relationship in light of, of the new dynamics. But like, it's very rare that we really see a guy just like 
dealing with how weird he feels after having sex for the first time. Right, right. Yes. Well, and it's, and I think this is also like a, a, a teen drama thing too, of there being the, um, like sort of immediate consequence, and this is obviously way more immediate, but like that the first <laughs> time insane. you have sex also leads to pregnancy. Like, I feel like that is not uncommon. No, it's absolutely common with, or at least a pregnancy scare. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because for a lot of these shows, they don't want to have to deal with the, you know, dealing with it for right. very long. <laughs> Um, but yes, the, I would not say you should turn to teen dramas for a realistic look at sex and life, No, but they are these tropes. And so it's just interesting to see Max get the treatment of like navigating what is really like, mm-hmm. did he have, se- cause there is this feeling like, did I lose my journey for too soon? And I don't feel like we see men question or teen boys question that on TV. Yeah. Like, ever. Hardly ever. Like, yeah. they might say, like, you know, I shouldn't have had sex with that teacher, Pacey Witter from Dawson's Creek. <laughs> but, like, even that, he's not like, I lost, I shouldn't have slept with someone at, you know, it was too soon in my relationship. It's not, it's like, I feel like they give Max the role that a lot of times is given to uh, a female protagonist. Well, because, look, you, you can, you can damn well be sure that the show is not going to give that moment to Tess. Because. Oh, Tess gets nothing. Like, Tess is dealing, what Tess is dealing with is uh-huh. arguably significantly worse than what Max is dealing with. She's got a who knows what growing inside of her. And while Max is dithering about his feelings of whether he wants to hold her hand at school, she already knows she's pregnant. She already knows. Oh, no. no Tess, is, Tess. Tess is the one with the problems. Like, when... Oh, God. But Tess's problems are so, like, immeasurably larger than everyone else's always. Yeah. Because she's, true. she knows too much about their previous life, right? To yeah. even be on the same level as, as everyone else. Like, at the end of the episode, we've got the other three aliens. And I'm sorry to skip to the end of the episode. But we've got yeah, the no, other three aliens being like, hey, we can go back to our home planet. And for them, that's going to be, like, a source of drama and, like, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But for Tess, it would just be like, yep. We go back to the home planet because that's home. That's reality. Yep. The previous no episode. She well, was like, and this even is the more dream. now. Yeah. Even more now. She, I mean, because she might die yeah. if they don't go. Like, not just like her baby. And, uh, okay, since we're skipping to the end of the episode. So, in this episode, Ma- Michael, Max, fi- Max sleeps with Tess at the end of last episode. So, this episode, he's dealing with the aftermath. And then he um, finds, and then finds out Tess is pregnant. Yes. Tess he connects with the baby and feel, finds that the baby can't breathe on earth. Then he tells all of this to Isabel in the, he has a mental breakdown and then he tells Isabel everything and Isabel's comforting him. And then she says to him, you're going to have a son. Yeah. I don't think that's what I, now I know it's hard to relate because I am not a twin. Um, and the real world parallels to what's going on with Max's baby are like just different. But like, I don't think that's what you say to somebody who just got pregnant and is having severe distress. (laughs) Like you might say like, we'll get you the best medical care. Like I'll be there for you. Like, right. Right. You know, like let's, you know, try, you know, even like try toxic positivity, but this is beyond toxic. This is like magical thinking. Yes. You're going to have a son. You're skipping a lot of steps. So many steps. Well, and also like it, like it would be different if that is something that Max had shown an interest in previously 
having mm-hmm. a son or like if he liked kids or something. But as far as I can tell, the only interaction he's had with kids is when he cured a bunch of them of their cancer. Yeah, and then disappeared. And then, <laughs> so I will say, also stemming from how she acted in that episode, I would not be surprised if Isabel has thought about being an aunt before. Sure, she's ready. How she would do it. What? Yeah, I think she's ready to have a, a nephew. Yeah. I think she's ready to have a little baby that she can mold and tell what to do. <laughs> it might even get her to stick around Roswell. Like she... Yeah. <laughs> She's excited about this son because she's like, ooh. Yeah, she no, she does I mean, immediately go into like all is forgiven mode. Yes. Which I get. I've been there get before yeah. where mm-hmm. somebody has like, you're really pissed at someone and then they're going through it and you realize like the thing that you have, like, yes, it still exists, but you get, you need to put it aside because this person needs you right now. Right. Everything will be better if we just focus on this together and work and- together. And he says the right thing when she's like, my problems are nothing compared to this. And he's like, no, your problems matter. You matter. You're important. Like, if he had been saying those things to her the last few episodes, their relationship would be in a much better place. Yeah. I mean, it is a sort of thing where it's like, okay, well, you know, the smoke is going to clear on this. And then, like, you still have to deal with the fact that you were like, I'm going to blackmail you into never leaving town. That was pretty fucked up. It's it's pretty fucked up. And that was before the the pregnancy. So, yeah, that that was not because he was stressed about the pregnancy. That was just because he's a jerk. Right. Um, Speaking of jerk. (laughs) When... Liz comes over because okay because we have to talk about the Alex of it all and I'm having all of these like experiences that I've never had before watching this because I've seen it so I know how it all adds up I know where we're going right but it still in rewatching for the 50th time whatever it's kind of weird that when they find out that Alex never went to Sweden they never have a moment of oh Alex lied to us yeah that like they never seem yeah. to be like oh we shouldn't trust anything alex said to us because it was do you know what i mean like they and she goes to mind control really quick and i guess that's the part where i'm like i don't know if that's the occam's razor answer i feel like the occam's razor answer is alex pretended to go to sweden and act and did something else yeah like that seems more obvious than he like even if we just had a scene of someone saying Alex would never have lied to us about it. Okay, fine. Then I'll like, but they don't even start with, because it's not like Alex came back. and was like, I don't want to talk about where I was. And they found pictures of Sweden. Right. He like did a slideshow That's about right. Sweden to them. <sighs> he talked about Leanna. It's not like they found pictures of this woman. No, he told them about a girlfriend that he had. He came back a changed man. Like, and he came back a changed man. So like, maybe. He was, I'm just saying, it It feels weird that it, that neither Max nor Liz, and it feel like, it, or, or sorry, uh, Maria or Liz, but it, I feel like it would have been Liz because she's so in science mode. She's not really in feelings, you mm-hmm. know, she's in her feelings. Like right. she's, she's on the case. Ruthless. Yeah. yeah. Like it should be Liz saying like, well, maybe Alex just lied to us. And then maybe Maria says, no, Alex would never do that. He would, you know, whatever. But since they never even say like, Alex is a, Alex has tricked us. Right. <laughs> Alex I mean, is a human Patrick, being a with friend, agency. But if you yeah. told me you went to Sweden, made me sit through a freaking slideshow about it, 
and then I find out you never went to Sweden, I, my first thought would be you lied to me about going to Sweden. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and it ju- just like the conclusion that uh, Liz and Maria draw that he was killed by an alien. That's also jumping to conclusions too. Cause like yeah. he was killed for investigating alien things is different than he was killed by an alien. I guess what the way the killed by an alien thing is because the actual events of his death are that he swerved into oncoming traffic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So either it's suicide or something made him swerve into oncoming traffic and a human. Sure. Would have a, a, would have a tough to time doing that. Team. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because they didn't find anything tampered with the car or anything, but they could have. I don't know that she investigated under the hood. She investigated the inside of the car. Gruesome. <laughs> yes. Gruesome and disgusting. And so wrong, bad decisions, but we're spending too much time talking about the previous episode. <laughs> All right, all right. But I'm just like, it never really hit me until this episode. And it's just like, yeah. they should think Alex tricked them. Like, but yeah. they don't. No. They don't think that. And that's fine. And here's where we go. And we get, we eventually get a decoded book. So it all was like, as Max, as Michael said, it was worth it that I lied to you. <laughs> I, the, the, the scene at the end when Michael just like rolls up <laughs> on, on Max and Isabel and it's snowing and he's like, the fuck? And she's like, I don't, I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> and, and then he's like, fine, here's my who cares thing. Um, I've been helping, <laughs> I've been helping Linda Maria. <laughs> I lied to you about it. <laughs> And here, here's what we found. Here's a, a decoded book and like a crystal dildo um, yep. that we need to probably plug into the granolith and then it'll fly us back yep. home. There you go. So, and it is, I once we get to that point, it's like, I get why you're not blaming, at, like, maybe, but like, there should be a little more cloud of suspicion on our boy Alex. Yeah, I agree. I agree with Even that. Even like the, the suspicion of like, and again, this is not a spoiler. This is, it's hard to talk about this because I do know the truth. But of course. Like, even the suspicion of, was the person who showed back up in Roswell Alex? Yeah. Because we've seen shapeshifters before. Of course. Like, the fact that shapeshifter doesn't even, nobody says, like, it's somebody who looked like Alex but didn't have any, like, none of that. And even, like, because we noticed a change in Alex when he came back. Of course. It's hard not like, to. Nobody says like oh maybe but anyway but the scene i started trying to talk about like 10 minutes ago but i wanted to talk about my alex feeling is when liz is like i want to know more about how mind control works i'm gonna go ask my uh frenemy tess she goes to tess's house and max catches them and is like oh are you accusing tess of murder is that what you're here to do tess did you murder alex like what's up he's such a dick he's such a dick (laughs) This fucking guy, man. Maybe this was the full-on heel turn. (laughs) (laughs) But as I said to you while we were watching it, Mm -hmm. if my options are Max and Liz in love, Max and Liz pining after each other and can't be together, or Max and Liz hating each other, I think Max and Liz hating each other is the most fun. Oh, 100%. Max versus Liz uh, greater than Max plus Liz. Like, for sure. And that's something that, and the show, Roswell, New Mexico went different ways, but the early part of season one of Roswell, New Mexico, where Liz is trying to trap Max. Yes. 
is so good. It's so good. Because we'll always have under the section, the, the like soulmate yeah. tension of it all. Fine, fine, fine. But like the way that both of them fight is fantastic. Yeah. Lovers to enemies. Like, yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, uh, um, their little investigation. Let's talk about that. <laughs> yes. Um, is fun. First of all, they're, they're packing up to go to the uh, the university in uh, Las Cruces. Um, and Liz has this enormous backpack, like she's going camping. Uh-huh. What is she doing? <laughs> it sticks straight out of her back, like at least 18 inches. Like she can't get through the doorway. <laughs> no, no. Oh, Liz, Liz, Liz. Um, and Matt, Michael catches them and is like, and Liz straight up lies to his face about where they're going. Right. And then tries to mad dog uh, Maria. Oh my God. It's so funny. She keeps <laughs> way too much eye contact as she's leaving. She may as she well tries. do the thing where she like holds her two fingers up to her eyes 100. and like points back at Maria. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. And then maria michael is earnest with her and it's like just tell me what's up because if something happens i want to be able to protect you i can't protect you if you don't give me the information which is the most like not it's the most like straightforward and mature that michael has really he really doesn't do that very often right so it's nice to see him just be like honest and straightforward and not sassy he's just like hey yeah. I want to be able to help support you. I want to be able to protect you. I can't protect you if I don't know where you are. And she reciprocates. Like, yep. it's, uh, it's they, very mature. Yeah, that both it's of them. It's a great thing to happen yes. right before he leaves the fucking planet forever. Okay, so <laughs> they've really grown up. They've really, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they're, you know, they're being really adult right now. It's great, great that he is now getting ready to leave forever but i i love that it's like it's a little thing where they're like look everyone else has to keep their stupid fucking secrets from each other yes. i'll keep my secrets from max and you can keep the secret from liz but like we know like we yes. have to communicate i love it and then we get which is one of my favorite things of the show is michael and maria investigation right they have little liz with them who is a pitbull and so aggressive <laughs> too aggressive like... she is too aggressive look I, we're not blowing past nelly Furtado. we are coming back no but we are coming back <laughs> when they when they are at uh jennifer's dorm room and like yes. you know maria is like you know she's like dropping some like oh yeah you know she said she had some like notes for me and like oh could i get in there would, would that be all right like she's playing the angle and liz is just uh -huh. like fuck the angle we need to just get <laughs> is that a room i'm going in <laughs> oh my god she's no good at investigation but like she's no good but she like convinces computer guy to like she does. I think that helps because she's very cute. Yeah. Mm -hmm. True. And I think Computer Guy doesn't get a lot of attention. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and Liz is showing a lot of arm in this episode. Like. Oh, she's turtleneck, but arms are free. <laughs> yep. Yep. And look, she knows. She knows what works. She knows she's got attractive arms. She's got great arms. She's got great hair in these episodes. Mm -hmm. In this episode, hair like, all she's, around. She's yeah. yeah. Hair is there's a good there's great tess hair happening in this episode great tess hair like it's all good stuff um good isabel hair mm -hmm. um but <laughs> yeah so michael maria and liz track down a computer in a weird abandoned crack house kind of place yeah i don't know what do you call like an it's just like an abandoned house 
I it's an abandoned house that they're that she's renting though. Yes. And it has a fridge in the middle of the kitchen. And uh you know, internet. It's got internet. <laughs> it's got internet. So that's, and it's got a big red glowy thing uh-huh. that um detonates when um someone enters the room and so Michael is able to save them. And not the house though. He blows up half that house. <laughs> well, the house is fucked anyway. <laughs> it's it's more <laughs> the so the computer is obviously hooked up to the internet, right? Yeah, I guess it, it, or probably a phone line at the time, maybe. Yeah, well, and also maybe not. Maybe it's just like she downloads the email somewhere else and then like brings it. Oh, to, and no, then I just brought it there. But it's still weird the way it's sit. Then it's if it's not on the internet, then it's very weird the way it's sitting there. It's weird the way it's sitting there and hooked up to just a printer. Yes. The printer, and maybe this is just me forgetting what the year 2000 was like, but the printer feels so weird. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, it's an inkjet printer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I don't know, a computer and a printer seems kind of normal to me. Okay. Well, All right. You think there should be like a jar of pens? Oh, I'm just like, why, why have a printer? Like, why, why, what, are, what are they printing? The, what they do print. But why? Why? <laughs> you have it on the computer. So you, Yeah, but you don't have you don't carry a computer in your pocket and remember back okay, you have to go back. People did not carry a computer in their pocket. I'm just saying if if So uh, if, if you Alex wanted information that someone emailed you to uh-huh. if you're at the crash down and you want information someone emailed to you, the most efficient way to have that information is to have printed out the email at home and brought it oh, with you. Man, I guess you're right. And like they probably printed out Google Maps so they could like get Oh, 100%. The That's how they University. got back to Roswell. Okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. Like it was a weird different time. It was wild. It was a wild time where there was Nelly Furtado just playing okay, on we college campuses. We we have to get to this. Um Yeah. And look, I watching this show today and mm-hmm. saying, okay, this is the year 2000. There's a mm-hmm. Dido song at the opening of this thing, and Nelly mm-hmm. Furtado performing halfway through, and I'm just like, why wasn't I watching this in high school? Yeah, what were you doing? What was I what doing? Been... <laughs> you were having fun, but still. <laughs> but this would have helped me a lot. <laughs> no, it's a good. Hey, it's a good show. Yeah. It is. I hope at least by now you believe that. No, I I've do. Been saying it a long time. It's I do. A Look, good show. We... <laughs> okay, Ryan, if you say it anymore, I'm not. I'm going to stop believing it. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there was a moment at the beginning of the episode when, as Maria is trying to catch us up on on the goings yes. on in Roswell, where you were like, I don't know if this show holds up to you know a modern critique, and like this that uh, aspect of the show does not like at all oh but. god let's and now okay we'll get into it more because we have two more episodes of it right and two more episodes of the show this season but like and so there's even more we'll have even more context for some of this but like now we've inter- in this episode which i don't think was in previous episodes we introduced the idea that maria telling the story only knows as much of the story as has happened through yeah. the end of the last episode, and only knows what Maria the character knows. Right, because she says to us, the viewer, that Max and Tess have been getting hot and heavy, 
but that's probably about like they've probably just made out like that's probably yeah I forget exactly what she says but it yeah, is something but, like, that implies gone too far. yes it implies that she doesn't think that they've fucked even though we saw them fuck at the end of the last episode 100 percent, and it's also not very like it would be very in character for Maria if she knew that they had sex to to, to treat it like gossip. Mm-hmm. That's very Maria. But I don't know that it's very in character for Maria to even be like implying, saying that they didn't have sex. Right. Yes. That only works because it's dramatic irony because we know that they did have sex. But it's like you didn't employ this anywhere else. Like. It's the way these are written is so weird. It's so bizarre. It's so bizarre. It doesn't make any it's sense. It's so weird. Um, and that leads us in our next episode. I've been promising you it gets it. It gets weird. So we got <laughs> well, and, and in terms of yeah. structure of because as we end this episode, it's everybody is everybody's kind of like Isabel has recommitted to Max to being a supportive sister. Michael has made the biggest discovery of his young life and yep. like they know how to get home. Freaking Max is dealing with having a baby that's going to die if it stays on earth. They have they know how to get home. Like that's a big moment, right? So like the next thing mm-hmm. we see should be dealing with this huge life altering information. Right. And or uh, I mean there's also the like Tess is in mortal danger. Like there Tess is in mortal danger so 100%. Much. And also like, you know, the the Alex of it all is also a huge like hanging thing, right? That it's like yes, w- we just sort of like traced what Alex was going through. There was a decoded alien book and alien languages and people with fake identities and an exploding yep. upside down pyramid. Like yep, there there are a lot of mysteries that like mysteries and just like things that need resolution. Um, uh-huh. so and we have two episodes left. Yeah, and so let's we're like. We've got all this momentum. Yeah. Now look. So I guess I, I just want to. I, I want to take us to here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm very excited to get into the next episode. I do think we need to talk a little bit about uh, Kyle and Isabel in this episode. True. This was true. a good you're right, episode. You're right, you're right, you're There's right. so much to talk about. There's a lot. It's this show. It's a good show, Patrick. I don't know <laughs> right. why you, you need to stop saying that. <laughs> uh, okay. So the Kyle and Isabel. This is the first. I think. I'm now I'm just double checking my brain. I believe this is the first real Kyle Isabel team up. Yeah, that's that rings true for me, but yeah, I, I guess I like don't know and sure. this is I think more fanon, but like is sort of canon is like because bef- before Liz got shot, these were probably the two most popular of our characters. Sure, like the two, like so I could imagine they've been at parties together, they probably are very familiar with each other in right, like right social circle. Isabel's kind of withdrawn from all of her friends, <laughs> so we don't see her friends anymore. Well, and Ky- um, Kyle too, right? Like, he, and Kyle too, exactly. He doesn't fit in with the jocks anymore because he's got no. Buddhism. So, like, they both have kind of, I th- and I think their ship name is like the popular kids or, or the in crowd. I think mm. is their ship name. Um, but like, we ha- but we haven't really seen them together, and it's an interesting dynamic. I think. It's his like strange. happy puppiness yeah. and her like kind of grumpin grumpy detachment. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't, it doesn't work. It like it he, doesn't work, but right. it's it's like it is like okay, they want to see what these two characters would be like in scenes together. This is what it would be like. 
<laughs> yeah. Like I'm not disappointed. Like I don't feel like the writers missed. It. No, they're you're right. She's really depressed, and she's not going to get joy out of these pranks. And all the pranks he thinks of are think. His first idea pranks. is yeah, yeah. Let's dreamwalk into a uh playmate of the year's dream. Right. And then like for try to sexy boner times. like. Also, so is it, is it, are they dreamwalking into her dream? Is Does the playmate yes. experience this? As a dream. Okay. So there is consent issues. Right. So I'm glad that we didn't have them hook up. Yeah, me too. But yeah, it, it, it's the dream that they're having, but they don't, people don't always remember their dreams. That's a fair point. But, so it's, but is that but no, better? it's still a consent issue. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not mitigating the consent issue. Right. I'm just saying like in Isabel's life, She's dreamwalk people who don't rem- don't consciously remember they were dreamwalk. Sure, sure, sure. But sure. it's always kind of a violation when she does. Um, so, and in this case, yeah, they go to the playmate's dream, and the playmate is dreaming of working, working out, out on a bu- stationary mm-hmm. bike while staring at uh, a floating piece of chocolate cake. Essentially, like you know, the carrot and the stick. Like she's, you know, right. tr- trying to work so that she can have this indulgence. And so Kyle feeds her some chocolate cake. And she just licks it, licks this crumbly she licks it right chocolate. Right off his little fingers. <laughs> and this is Loves it. look, the cake is like emblematic of the thing that does work about uh the storyline is that like it's yeah. cheesy fun, right? Like Yes, it is cheesy yeah. fun. And I think when we talked about it. So the next one is they set a fire drill and or the next one is they change in Max's yearbook, they changed his picture to be an alien. <laughs> like a cheesy cartoon alien. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, and then the next one is they set the fire alarm, but they stick <laughs> Max's feet to the ground so that he looks like he's ignoring the fire alarm. <laughs> so he gets yelled at by a teacher. And all of those are silly. Yeah. But Kyle never really Kyle's pranks are never really about what would make Isabel happy. No, he doesn't even try. <laughs> no. He sees it as like he's renting her powers. Yes. And there's a moment where you think, oh, are these two like, is there going to be like a, a love connection? There is not a love connection. No, there's barely even like a friend connection. Like, Yeah. Isabel <laughs> is pretty sure she doesn't want to be friends with Kyle at the end of the episode. <laughs> For sure. I'm surprised she's still friends with him after the dreamwalk sequence, which is the first one that she's like, hold well, on. She were you going to have sex like, with What did she think that, what did she think Kyle's goals were? Well, and on the flip side of that, what did Kyle think Isabel was going to think? Like, yeah, it's, they, they really are not on the same wavelength. Now there are two characters I enjoy. So I enjoyed seeing them together, Yes, but I'm not aching for a spinoff. No, right now. Me, me, me neither. I think I think the best Kyle moment is uh, in the beginning of this episode when he's like asleep on the couch and yeah sees uh, Tess and Max come in and is just like oh. <laughs> <laughs> also, Max doesn't walk Tess to the door. No, he comes inside. He walks her to the foyer. <laughs> he walks her inside to kiss her goodnight after taking her out all night. Yeah. No, Max. Also, they know that that's where Kyle sleeps. <laughs> like, I know it's maybe Max is maybe Max really is a troll, and he was doing it to to be mean be. to Kyle. Could be. I kind of believe there is a there is a troll level of Max. Oh, one hundred, especially at this point. Yeah. 
so maybe he was. He was like, you know what? I'm not sure how I feel about having sex with Tess, but I know it'll make me feel good to make Kyla comfortable. <laughs> I mentioned this while we were watching, but is there no woman <laughs> that Max will not take from Kyle? The answer is no. Sorry, no. Kyle. Emphatic this is no. what it is. Oh, Kyle. Poor Kyle. Uh, I love Kyle. He's, uh, he's the best. We also get Valenti in a robe. Telling Max to go the fuck home. Yeah. Very little of Valenti time in this uh, in this episode. No, he, yes, you're right. There's not a lot, especially, cons- I mean, and there's more to, I guess there's more story to be told in it, but, like, especially now that K- Tess is in danger. Like, that's something that yeah. Max probably cares the most, but you have, Kyle and Valenti would be, or Kyle and the sheriff would be the two other people who are going to be most... They're her family. Um, yeah. Yeah. Those are her family. So, yeah. But I, but because it would have been interesting to have Mr. Valenti co- or Sheriff Valenti come in while Tess is on the ground. Um, yeah. But they're kind of, I guess they're saving that information for later. But. <laughs> All right. Is there anything else we need to discuss here? This episode was great. I loved it. Yay. I'm glad. Um, I, no, I just, this is. And we've talked about this, like, when we take breaks between episodes and we take, like, a week between this, honestly, even just the time that we've spent talking about this episode is probably the longest break I've ever taken between (laughs) Baby It's You and Off the Menu. And then the same thing with Off the Menu and Departure. Like, uh... Yeah, well, I I just run through these episodes. Like, these are, like, there's so much momentum in these stories. We're 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 in Endgame. Like, this is... We're in Endgame, and this is building things that they've been building for two seasons and there's all these these, like yeah all the pieces are in place oh yeah no it is i mean we kind of brush past it but like it's a total trip to see like the alien language again and like the sort of uh, the the flashbacks to like first season uh michael stuff Mm -hmm. um like it's a especially because the the show has been like barreling forward with like you know crazy concepts for a little while and to be like no uh don't forget like all the core concepts are still here Um, yes it's it's very it's very cool yeah. Um so let's let's watch another episode of this. Let's do it. What does Max use to tie up his friends? Duct tape. What does Tess try to gift Max? Uh, a V-neck sweater. Mm-hmm. Who gives Brody the idea to ask Sheriff Valenti for food. Sean? That's correct. Okay. Now, who calls Brody on his cell phone? Sheriff Valenti. Yeah. <laughs> who <laughs> stabs Sean? Brody. Why does Sean get stabbed? <laughs> because Max is a fucking idiot. That is kind of the subtext of this whole ep- and I I I don't know if like I'm just cuz we're talking about how much of a jerk Max is Max is being. Max is not the he- hero of this episode. No. No. Well, I don't this this whole episode, this whole thing. Yeah, we I can find... finally talk about it. I've known this is in the horizon for 
since we started this show. <laughs> I knew this was coming. This is seemingly an episode out of sequence. Well, it, it they tell we know it is before Alex died because Maria tells us at the beginning, and then we know um, it's after Vegas because Michael makes an offhand comment about Vegas. Right. So that places right. it somewhere around prom. I think it's prom where we first see Max and uh, Tess, and we even talked about it like rediscovering old worlds together. Yes. yes. So like which. I don't understand. It makes no, like, there's nothing that is better with seeing this out of sequence. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's real. I mean, and, you know, I guess, like, I, I, I would think that there, one, like, logical reason to do this would be if something in this episode pays off in the final one, which, of course, I haven't seen yet. Um, yes, and I'm not telling you nothing yeah. pays off, but it could have still paid off from six episodes ago instead of one episode True. ago. True, to my true. mind, like if this episode just aired between Vegas and we even had the experience of like Vegas and and prom felt very similar in some ways, like they're two very frivolous totally. episodes. Yes. Yeah. And I think if you put this in between them, then the two pieces like yeah, breaks it up, a breaks little. it up a little bit. But they did but, it. Uh, I, don't... I mean, the, the thing that's also fucking weird, though, is like. Just as an episode of this TV show, yes, I I didn't it, having liked the previous episode so much, mm-hmm. I don't like this episode. Yeah, it's um, not a good episode of television. No, and like it just turns into a hostage situation where like I don't like it's just it's just not fun. Like I don't, it doesn't have like cool alien stuff in it, and it doesn't have like high schooly stuff in it. It's just like a weird like action movie episode. I don't know. I I guess it also is toothless because we know because we've seen a bunch of future episodes that there are no lasting consequences for any of our main characters. Like if we had seen, and this, it could have been, if like, say we had Sean break his arm and we had seen future episodes where Sean's in a cast and it's never explained. And now, There would be at least that, mo- you know, it might feel like hot tub time machine or something, but like you would have that, be- there would be some dramatic tension, but there's no tension. I know Max isn't getting shot. I know right. Tess isn't getting shot. I know Michael and Isabel are going to be okay. I know uh, Maria is going to be okay. I know her, that Liz is going to be okay. Like in a hostage, if the, if there's no fear of danger from a hostage situation, then it does feel just like a uh, running out the, cl- it's just a, time suck yeah yeah which is what this which is totally what this feels like and like i know i know that it is uh it's always a tv show right like and it's always an episode of a serialized show where like yes most of these characters are going to come back again like all the time anyway um and but like yeah just it, it feels very disingenuous to put characters in a life or death scenario where like that's what that's what the whole thing hinges on is like he could shoot and kill these people. Well, and not just when we know that doesn't happen. Right. We know and nothing happens. And we know that emotionally there's no out- outcome because we didn't know this happened. Right. We skipped over this. Right. Now, there's some pieces, I think with the max and Tess of it all, there are mm-hmm. some pieces that are put into place. Like, I think his. But it, all of that was already explained. Like, I didn't, I wasn't missing these puzzle pieces like we had already skipped them and i was fine like yes. I, I 
if this episode aired in order, I don't think I would have as much of a distaste for it. I don't like, and it, we just talked about how mature and nice the Ma- the Michael and Maria relationship is at where we are in the season. Mm-hmm. I don't love that nobody gets her little hint. And that Michael doesn't seem yeah. to really care that Maria is in danger. Which is fine. Yeah. I mean, but like, no one, it's, it is almost as though the, the characters in the episode also like know that they're going to be okay. Right. Cause yeah. like I, I mentioned it as they were like uh, wiring Liz up to deliver the, the burgers, but mm-hmm. she's like, I got it, Sheriff Valentia. It's going to yeah. be fine. Like you're going into a, fucking hostage situation mm-hmm. and then the an worst happened. dude has a gun yeah you become yeah. a hostage so maybe you should have listened harder liz instead of being sassy because it turned out you were held hostage and again just, yeah. the emotional effects of these people being held hostage are not felt in any of the future episodes right isabel doesn't barely, say barely even like here like amy deluca like she has a moment where she's like hey you come back here you know <laughs> like mm-hmm. she's banging on the door like hey don't hurt my baby and it's like what it what this is yeah. your daughter is being held at gunpoint by a maniac who's raving about aliens like i yeah. get that they're in mortal danger frequently on this show but like this is not amy a- deluca not amy deluca like this is such a like grounded version of 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 mortal danger a man with a gun is mm-hmm. holding people hostage um and it just seems like the show is not equipped to deliver that or like just doesn't want to deal with it yeah yeah even the thing of like because there's that piece that's in every supernatural teen drama where the kid has to say mom i'm not going to explain this to you but you have to trust me yes and we don't they don't even give us that which is fine they're doing what they want to do but it's like you don't even get like that which again it's not a real teen experience that's a it's a teen drama so a supernatural teen drama experience but like we don't even get the complex nature of maria having to say to her mom mom i'm telling you i know more than you about this and this is what we need to do if you have if you trust me you have to you know what i mean like we don't even get that no it just goes right to and uh, right to the alien mind wipe just no consequences yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's a weird one. I I I think in my mind and I do have that book about Roswell, but I don't feel like I found any new information in there about it. Like I don't know. It feels like this is this episode is the reason that we have to have Maria telling us the story throughout all the episodes. Yeah, sure. So that like we have someone that we're like used to holding our hand, hold our hand for like, oh, this is a flashback that happened. But honestly, I think it's Chiron that said two weeks before prom at the beginning probably would have been fine. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's the whole thing is just so like disorienting and strange and feels like, you know, it it feels like the whole, uh, you know, like when you go back and watch happy endings, you have to like Mm -hmm. do it with, um, you know, a little cheat sheet that tells you the order to watch season one in or like if. you know, Firefly goes up on streaming services and you have to make sure it's in like the production order and not the airing order. Um, And it's like, this one is just in, it seems like it's just in the wrong order, but obviously having the Maria introductions means that it has to be where it is. All right. (laughs) I am going to do something I've never done while we were recording the show. 
I'm going to Google this to see if, because now I'm, I'm having a vague memory that there might've been a shuffle based on, um, real life events, but yeah. So that, that was sort of my guess too, is that like, there must have been some sort of hostage. So like at, at this point where what early 2001. Mm-hmm. So this ultimately aired in May of 2001. Okay. And otherwise would have been just before the prom, which was still after the Christmas episode. Right. So mm-hmm. uh, it would have been like a, a January, 2001. Was there some like, hostage situation or like a school shooting (laughs) in january 2001 so apparently this was a reshuffled i don't know that there was a a shooting situation but it was reshuffled because there was concern that details from this episode people wouldn't remember six weeks wouldn't remember if they they like they wouldn't remember things that happened in episode whatever it would be 15 i mean that's the finale that is the worst possible explanation because like it's like offensive to me yeah as the viewer (laughs) well well, because first of all uh we probably will remember it if we're watching the show right and we're like watching all the way to the finale yes and if we don't then like just toss it in the previously on just put it on the previously on come on it's wild I uh, the, yeah. okay, you know, you know what would have made like all of it worth it would be if Alex was in this episode and we got just like yes, one more time that would have one been more episode to spend great. time with Colin Hanks. Okay, so according to the fandom.com wiki, which tends to be mm-hmm. pretty good in terms of wikis, so the episode was meant to come between Viva Las Vegas and Heart of Mine to try and solve the go. continuity er- errors. Maria's recap introduction explained the events occurred a few weeks ago before Max started to remember Tess. Liz started to get closer to Shauna before Alex died. So they did. They reshuffled it and threw a Maria thing at the beginning to explain the weird continuity. But the conti- maybe I should have just had us watch this between Vivi Las Vegas and Heart of Mine. I think our, ta- I think our dislike of it would, there would have yeah, been Yeah, it would. Yeah, it, it would it would be way way way. Yeah, it'd be we 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 wouldn't dislike it as much. Yeah, I mean, even still, it feels like kind of a a, a weird um like kind of like you said toothless episode. Um, but remember, back then, yeah, my, Max wasn't being a jerk all the time. So this would have also <laughs> been a moment of like, what the heck? Because Max, yeah, this episode, sure. come on. So Brody slash Lyric. Bro, okay, we haven't even gotten to the VR. Part. <laughs> it's true. We haven't really talked about oh anything. My God. Okay, so Brody is really his last abduction was when Lyric took his body to New York, and he's right. been like try, he's been having vague memories of it, and so he's trying to rediscover his memories, trying to get his memories back, and so he invents a computer pro- or uses a computer program. Um, right. He's he's full on Tony Stark in this, and he's yes. just like. Barking orders to his Jarvis, which is yes. creating this uh, VR simulation of that uh, meeting that they had in like the warehouse or sewers or whatever the hell it was. And he's on the verge, and I think he mm-hmm. just figures out Max was in the room. 
when when suddenly memory overload which again this is another okay this is so dumb because how much more of a straight line is it what if he just remembered max was there and that caused a psychotic break yeah yes like if he just remembered max was there and then that like is the first piece of his brain falling and then then he's just an unstable and that's the other thing is like the elect so what happened search of electricity and then I think it's they make it too easy to solve the Brody of it. Like yeah, Brody kind of should have had to kill himself in this episode. Well, and it's so or weird because like a, a mental institution. Yeah, he he becomes like a mix of Brody and Larrick. Mm-hmm. Like he's 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 neither of them during the the time that like this situation is happening. Yeah, and then when Max heals him, he just goes back to being Brody with no memory of pulling the gun or no. like it's not even clear when we rewind him back to whereas if the if the show decided and the show chose different things but if the show decided to have the consequence of the aliens on in Roswell and the choices that they make be that Brody is now in an insane asylum instead cool. of with his daughter yeah. that's it that's wait that gives us like I care yeah yes but okay, so he's what? using this. He uses this thing, and I, God bless the prop people on Roswell. They do, they do great work. But it is the VR headset that he used is is definitely a bicycle helmet with goggles put on it. Oh, absolutely. It, it, no, you know what it is? It's uh, it's that prop that Doc Brown has on his head in yes. Back to the Future. <laughs> Marty. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Uh, so Ugh. it's very cheesy and fun, which is one of the things I like about season two. That's why I feel like if this came between Viva, if it came in its original order, I think that it at least wouldn't feel so beside the point. So, okay. I, I know, I know we have this explanation. Also, I know we keep, uh, like veering away from talking about the content yeah. of the episode, but I, I don't think there's much here, Not um, much. but like, you know, the, the official explanation, or at least the explanation that we have from, you know, what, the, the wiki is that they were like, oh, there are pieces of information that we don't want people to have forgotten by the time the finale rolls around. Yes. I would actually guess that um, the episode is so inconsequential and so, like, kind of crummy and, like, not in fitting with the tone of the rest of the series that they pulled it from where it was in its original lineup and intended to not air it. Um, and I but, think, yeah, but, but, but then, yeah, there is a yeah. piece and I won't tell you what it is. We are, you're going to find out today sure. and then we're going to talk about it. There <laughs> is a kernel from this episode that it's true. Cannot, you couldn't delete this episode. You can't episode. extract it. Okay. All right. I mean, you could, you could do the thing. You could say this thing happened off screen. Speaking of off screen, we have Kyle go into the depths of a library and find yep. blueprints for a specific building. And we don't Third see that floor in a blackout, in a blackout. We don't see that. That was probably the most exciting storyline. We did not see that. Um, well, the, the, the thing I was, I was just driving to there is uh, like, this was an expensive episode of TV. Mm-hmm. Because we've we've got like that whole special effects sequence of inside the VR yep. thing, which you know looks bad, but like cost a lot of money, sure. I'm sure. And then uh, like a SWAT team breaking into the uh, the UFO center, like this yeah. was an expensive episode of this show. <laughs> so I wonder if they were like, I mean, fuck it, we gotta air, it. we have to air it. We spent so much money on it. It's crazy. Like it's so, yeah. It is 
rendered moot. Like the, a, a couple of things, like the relationship between Max and Tess probably yeah. is the thing that you and I picked up on or talked about the most in terms of continuity errors. But like, mm-hmm. that's, that's nothing it. else matters. Like the res, I mean, this is kind of the resolution of the Maria Brody relationship, but even that it's not a satisfying resolution to that relationship or a satisfying like capper to it. No, because it's just a racist memory. Like, well, and he, and it ends in the same inappropriate. It ends in the same like I feed, I have lunch with you all the time. Place, yeah. Like yeah, it doesn't. Which we do not like. It's not great. She's a child. Um, <laughs> She's a child. She shouldn't be dating the lead singer of some forty one. It's no, just not appropriate. Not okay. Um. And and we even get Maria. We get Amy. But Amy, this is the worst Amy we've ever seen. Amy is yeah. usually a delight every second that she's on screen. And like you said, and I, I don't blame Diane Farr. Who knows what the direction was in terms of like how to play this. But you're right. You never think she's actually scared. No, you don't ever think anyone in this is scared. And even though Max should be the most scared. Okay, I want to get back to the plot. So Max has been depowered, but essentially Brody Lyric person is begging max to confirm that he's an alien and tell him about it that's what that's what he's holding him hostage for right and max holds on to his cover refuses just straight up lies to this guy insane like it's so short-sighted it's like we know max was a king of another planet and that he fell and you're like yeah i get why you lost that war you suck yeah because this guy is offering you the out, right? Yep. Like, and all you have to do saying, is tell Here's the truth. a memory that uh-huh. I have. And like, and it's like he's not making. Like, what are you? What are you waiting for, man? Like, what is? What do you hope is the resolution here? It's crazy. It's it's. This is Lyric. This is your friend. This you is your fucking friend. idiot. Yep. And Ugh. you could confirm. And honestly, when you're in a hostage situation, nothing you say is like presented in a courtroom against you it's not like he's an interrogate okay if he was if somehow brody was a police officer and this was taking place in an interrogation room on on camera okay you know what buddy i'm with you don't admit it take the fifth but But like you're just you're just there with only like two humans that you're hiding this from Mm -hmm. right your alienness, and from? you don't have to. Pr- your alien, you can't do any alien stuff because of the little pentagram thing that they introduce. You can't do right. alien stuff. So cool, just lot. Just say you were, tell Amy DeLuca you were lying. That's that all you, you were have just to talking do. Talking a madman down, like <laughs> instead he lets <laughs> Liz so come and try to easy. save him. He lets Sean try to save the day. He lets Michael and Isabel try to save every Maria try to save. Literally he also, everyone. He- he doesn't let Sean try to save the day. Oh, yeah. He that shouts, is Sean, what are you doing? <laughs> Which, at that point, yes, I know Brody is like your friend or whatever, but also he is holding you at gunpoint. Yeah. He is now the enemy. It's unacceptable. It, we, it's unacceptable. He is pointing guns at your friends. He is pointing guns at your friend's mom. He is pointing guns at the love of your life. He is not. It, it's crazy. That Max sabotages Ch- Sean's chance to charge the hostage. The, the what do you? I was gonna say kidnapper. It's not kidnapping. No, what is the hostage taker? Ho- There's got to be a better word than that. No, I, you're right, but I don't know what it is. All right, the criminal. 
But it's like, yeah. <laughs> and now, is Sean's move like the most well thought out move? Is it an excellent no. plan? No, but he's at least trying to do something. And Max like straight up sabotages it. This episode, like, it's a hold your nose and get through episode. And, and I know I built it up because I knew this was coming in the last episode, but like we were on the verge of a bunch of really exciting storylines that were culminating yeah. and meeting an yeah. interesting place, both from a character and from a plot perspective. And then there's like pause. <laughs> and then we have to go through another scene of Maria being like, Liz, you don't want to be with Sean. Do you? We've done this already. Yeah. We're so, yes. I'm so past that. I don't give a, f- Maria is over it. I'm over it. Let's move on. Yeah, it's so it this is such a obviously, right? A a war between a show that wants to be serialized and a network mm-hmm. that doesn't understand what to do with the serialized yeah. show. And to right? be fair to that network and compared to where we are now in 2021, yeah. different our experience world. different world. Every every sitcom is serialized now. Everything yeah. it's it, we're in a po- it's a different world. People the way people consume television is different the way it it's totally different. But yeah, it this episode it's okay i think and it's weird because buffy existed and when you got to the last two or three episodes of buffy you wouldn't jump in with those episodes and expect you knew all the nuances like i mean i i wonder like it was was this show getting like a little bit of heat like were people paying attention to it in a way that like they were like oh shit we we've got like something on our hands we don't want to like drop it so like we have to make sure like what was the situation here where they felt like they needed to protect the show against itself i don't know man it but the point bottom line it's mm-hmm. when it comes to hulu it comes to dvd it did not pay off so no whatever bets they made for the viewing audience in 2001 do not continue to be uh, do not continue do not work now right well and then it also sort of explains why these uh maria intros are you know genuinely part of the episode and not like you know bumpers they recorded uh and just aired with the show and you know like the it it answers my question of why they made it to the the streaming platforms to begin with yeah or the dvds or whatever though i feel like and i maybe some fans be mad about it i i guess i would miss the beginnings because they are part of the show but like you really like on and again i i question what how i did it with you i feel like we could have just watched this between heart of mine and viva las vegas and just like had to ignore the like patrick cut plug your ears and close your eyes during these uh during the maria intro like why they they Maria doesn't know anything more than what has just happened. Yeah. Well, so they don't no, spoil but... anything. <sighs> yeah. I mean, oh. you would, the only one that's spoilery if we watch them in correct order is the one for off the menu. So the, so I think the answer is you yeah. skip the Maria thing for that one episode. Cause it mentions Alex is dying. Yes. <laughs> so you miss, you skip the first 30 seconds of that one episode mm-hmm. and you just watch it before prom. You watch prom and then you watch the rest of the show straight through. Yeah, I may start I would, doing this when I rewatch yeah, because you, you should. It's, I've turned this on this episode finish. fully. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's. I mean, it's the sort of thing where, like, I wish on like the DVDs, and then of course, you know, in like streaming platforms, that they would insert this one where it goes and just take the Maria intros and put them in special features. Like, yeah, you know, that's that. That would be fine. 
or find them on YouTube. Like, you know, but I mean, the problem <laughs> is that there, I do think these episodes need a previously on. Mm-hmm. So if you cut the Maria intro, there's no previously on. So you'd have to cut <sighs> new true. previously ons then. But I do I, like, it is a serialized show. You do need previously ons. Yeah. It's yeah. just, I think the weakness of this choice, and maybe it's really just like one exec who worked at the WB at the time, but like that one guy screwed up and he should have trusted the power of the previously on. Like the previously on look it t- time tested, right? Like it's fine in the previously on. And I won't tell you what you would show, but I could tell you, I know that you could do it in less than five seconds, stick it in the previously on for, cause it's going to be a big previously on because sure. it is the finale of the season. But like, I, I know what two shots you use. It would give enough information, and boom, we're there. Well, and also, like, you know, what, one thing that these Maria, like, intro things, you know, you get the charm of, like, seeing Maria, but, mm-hmm. like, it's totally robbed of, like, the drama or, like, hype moment. Of, yes. Because, like, a good previously on, like, can be a satisfying bit of television all on Oh, my own. God. Have you, did you end up watching the season five finale of Buffy? uh which one is that uh it's glory um, oh yes yes okay. the previously on on that is and it's the 100th episode i believe of the show and it was the last episode before they moved to upn but the sure. previously on is fantastic it go, <laughs> it does the entire series you see oh, all of the it. big dads you see everybody like previously on buffy the vampire boop, 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 boop. it's amazing it's a hundred episodes and they fit it and it's like yes and it feels like a celebration and you feel so it rewards you even if you've seen all of it um hey man i mean you know i loved lost yeah so like you know when when you would start to when you know you'd be in like a season five episode and then they'd be showing you something from like season one and you're like oh my god like we're going all (laughs) the way back like it's I I love a good previously on and oh. you know it it can make you like you know pumped for like the stuff that you're going to be revisiting and like it gets your little theory brain working um but for Maria to be here and being like Ta- uh, Ma- Max and Tess are hooking up and it's like what the fuck is this? I know it's not an effective way to do it I guess it's like got to do it wrong so we can all learn never to do it this way again um. And and I this comes from someone who is a Maria fangirl. I love yeah, I love yeah. having more Maria. But you're right. It would be I'd be just as happy if this was a special feature that I could turn on and off. You know. No, you know what I was just about to like pitch an alternate version here, but okay. we are we spend too much time <laughs> talking about these Maria things. I mean, here's the thing. I promise you they yeah. don't exist in season two in season three. So we're going to be done with them forever. And I bet okay, you so Roswell, this, New this Mexico won't thing. introduce them. And I guess we could talk next episode is an actual good episode of Roswell. So we won't right. really want to talk about these Maria things. Cause we will have moved on. Okay. So what, what if, what if instead of these things, this, so this is the last time we're talking about okay. What if instead of these things being Maria, what if instead they were Brody slash Larrick? trying to like piece together what he knows about the beautiful that's it yeah and he could get things wrong but we could see clips that 
would show yeah, how it actually that was. would contradict him yeah that he'd yeah. be like i found evidence of this and this but i don't know what it uh was and then we see the clip of what it actually was or you could do something i mean this would take narrative changes too but you could do something where it's like valenti is being interviewed by someone yeah yes and he's you know and again he's telling an edited version of the truth right but, but we see could, the whole truth yeah but you could intercut it with the like there even with maria you could i think we, if you and I thought hard, we could punch up the Maria stuff to make it more dynamic and interesting. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But it feels like they changed the order of the episodes. They realized it would be confusing. And instead of just cutting previously ons, they brought <laughs> Mahandra Delfino into the, uh, into the work for one day where she had a bunch of outfit changes. Yeah. And they were like standing in front of this chalkboard and she was like, why a chalkboard? And they were like, just read what we read. You're cards. a high school student, Maria. <laughs> okay, if they brought this actress back to do recaps for Roswell, New Mexico, <gasps> amazing. <laughs> then they'd know they'd know where their bread is buttered. They'd know what they're doing. Yeah, that's right. Though I we think would tie, that we she, would sign off on that decision. <laughs> I think that she really offended, and this woman's not the showrunner anymore, so it may not. But I think that. The girl, the woman who played Maria in the original series, uh-huh. came out and had some like snarky things to say about the reboot happening. Yeah, and I think it like based and this is based on my internet research, but I think right. it's all it's it's none of it is private. I'm not a hacker. So this is all from like tweets people actually published publicly available. Yeah, publicly available. I believe that she like deeply offended the showrunner of Roswell, New Mexico. <laughs> And so, like, the showrunner reached, obviously reached out to Max because Max showed up in season right. two. And Sherry Appleby has, re- has directed episodes. But the relationship between Marie, the Mahandra, the person who played Maria, and, yeah. uh, <laughs> and the sh- former not showrunner. Not as good. Not good. Like, I don't think, I think it's a ice. But, it, but that could change with the new showrunner, who knows. But it's, it's funny, like, that would be a bold choice to do because there's ill will or yeah bad blood yeah so i don't know like you it's if i was on a show that was a cult you know a small cult favorite and then Mm -hmm. it was getting rebooted i might say things out of pocket before i saw it yeah totally like i i don't know that i blame someone for being skeptical well and especially if like you are part, you, you know, you're such a big part of what the show was. Right. And then if you're not being, like, brought in to, like, help shepherd it into what it's going to be next, like, I don't know, yeah, how, how do you not feel hurt by that? Now, it's another thing, though, if after, like, the first season aired, you said, yeah, they inserted all of these Latin- Latinx characters, what the fuck was that about? <laughs> okay, well, that's, yeah, that, okay, well, so maybe that's... No, I no one said that. No one said that. And Ma- Mahandra is, I believe, uh, I think she's, I don't know her ethnicity, but she is Latina. But my point is, there are ways in which you could burn that bridge. But I think anything you say before you've seen anything, sure, I feel like yes. people should give you some space. <laughs> like, you didn't see anything yet. Racism notwithstanding, yeah. Yeah, don't be racist. <laughs> Never be racist. Okay, hold on. Let me reset. Never be racist, but I I think it's okay when you have it. I think it's okay to be skeptical about any reboot that's happening. Totally. 
We've oh. seen good reboots, but we've seen some horrible things. Yeah. We've lived through a lot. <sighs> do you want to see what happens to Roswell at the end of season two? <laughs> All right, Badly. let's do it. <laughs> What is Leanna doing when Liz and Max arrive to murder her? Uh, something that involves threading a needle. She's repairing something, some, some article of clothing. Who has a conversation about digital cable that Isabel refuses to participate in? Isabel's mom, Mrs. Evans. Yes. <laughs> How does Kyle indicate, quote unquote, pregnant to Tess? <laughs> by tapping his belly and gesturing to the sky. <laughs> what cartoon character is on the plates Michael uses for his Italian dinner with Maria? Scooby-Doo. Uh, what cartoon dog is Maria's favorite? <laughs> Scooby-Doo. Who accompanies the aliens on their final quest to destroy the Jeep? Sheriff Jim Valenti. That does it. Yeah. The last trivia question for uh, season two. We did it. And I let me just say, I'm so glad we went on this road. This was a nice, like, because we're getting toward the anniversary of lockdown and pandemic and all of this stuff. Yeah. It has been so, it's been so nice to have Roswell back in my life in this past few months. So thank you so much for going on this journey with me. Oh my gosh. No, we, I, you're, this is, I mean, not only is it like one year of lockdown, but like record the first episode of season two of mm -hmm. this podcast um, was the, maybe like the second podcast recording that I did remotely. Like, yeah. um, you know, it all, all happened in, in that first week. So like Roswell has been the... I'm sorry, Roswell. Yeah, I'm going to forever associate <laughs> you <laughs> with with this this awful year in in all of our lives. Yes, Roswell, New Mexico, and Roswell season three have an opportunity to represent a whole new chapter of our lives. Absolutely, but definitely season two of both shows <laughs> means pandemic. Yeah, but thank fucking christ for them because otherwise 100%. i don't i don't know i i don't know man it's it's been such a tough year and these are such fun uh, seasons of tv they really are and and we're finally here and now we can finally say i've been holding this in for weeks yeah tess killed alex tess killed alex oh my god and, and we love tess is the big bad oh yeah love tess but also, I all right. I will say this, and we'll. There's a lot before this is talking about something that happens in the last few seconds of the episode. I do feel like they're gilding the lily by having her plan be to deliver everyone to Kavar. Yes, like killing, kill, wanting to go home, killing, forcing Alex to be your your code slave to figure it out, and then accidentally killing Alex all feel in line with Tess's motivations and things Tess might do in like a gray area. But she yeah. was like straight up getting <laughs> Max, Max, Michael and Isabel to set to their deaths. Yeah. She, she's betraying 
everyone. <laughs> yeah, like she goes hard. Like it's like it's one thing when she's like, I tried to do this thing that was kind of fucked up and it really fucked up and I crossed the line. But I wish that I wish I just kind of wish that part wasn't there because then at least yeah. like there'd be like some. But now we know from the star from she was raised with this plan. Yes. To yeah, murder all of our years. aliens. Yes. Yeah. So I just that feels a little like I feel like we went too far, but it, it, yeah. it's the show that exists, not the show <laughs> I dream of. Um, it makes her a little bit too super villainy, but a that's little okay. bit. Um, though I do think her and the things that we've loved about her this season are her relationship with uh, Valenti and with Kyle, and I think those things are genuine. Yeah, yeah. And I while mean, she was doing that, she was it. manipulating Kyle and everything. But I think she really those the feelings that she had for him. Yeah, are the, real. Yeah, I think that stuff is real. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, it's it, it's hard to say. Like when when you give someone a a secret motivation that you reveal like that of she was going to have basically all of her friends murdered. Yes. Like that that is that is a tough thing to then like retroactively go back and try to understand what this person's actual mindset is ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But before we find that out, we get some cute scenes. We get a cute scene with her and uh, Sheriff Valenti. She tries calling him dad and it's kind of awkward, but <laughs> she's glad she tried it. Yeah. Um, we kind of, because there, we get a series of these kind of like sad scenes. We get Isabel sitting with her parents as they have an inane conversation over dinner and she just is realizing she that has to excuse herself to sob somewhere <laughs> yeah, which i would have to too it's so sad yeah she's gonna miss them so much um and we have you know michael being like very serious with maria like let's have dinner and then so we have these series of scenes that really set us up for this is the episode where the aliens say goodbye to the humans Right. Yeah. I mean, and it's all, it's all played super, super straight like that. And like, you know, it's, I I mentioned it while we were watching, but like it is delivering on all of the shipper hopes and dreams, right? Oh, totally. You know, you get, you get Liz Max, you get, uh, Liz Sean, you get Alex Isabel, you get, obviously you get the candy ship. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, but and that's like the most genuine one, right? Like yes. that's the one where it's like, oh yeah, n- not only do they sleep together, yes. but like he decides to you know give up his alien birthright to. But even be before with her. that, he decides to allow himself to be emotionally vulnerable and let her see yeah, parts of him huge. that he's been hiding. Like huge. Even before he decides, like he's already made this huge move. Like that's so. Yeah, vulnerable yeah. of him. Um, yeah, so it's, the, and I think it also, and this is part of why the off the menu thing. So now we know the reason that they put off the menu so close is they wanted to rem- us to remember why Amy DeLuca was mind warped. Yeah. I think yeah. all you would have to do is show a shot of Brody with a gun and then Maria, then, then, what they actually showed in this episode. And then Amy saying, I, I'm going to tell. And then a shot of Tess mind war, like, yeah, I mean, and, 
the the thing that the thing that ultimately makes that like totally unsatisfying is like that's just how that's just how uh Liz and Maria like see see this happening, right? Like it, they they could have also just been like hanging out with Kyle and like yeah, and he him, has he could have had like a little flash or something. Yeah. And I think I I I don't mind the tapping and I was saying to you as we were watching, I wish the tapping, they were all tapping the same rhythm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like <laughs> well, the tapping because that's yeah. subtle enough, but also I believe that after you get mind warped, you might tap. Yeah, <laughs> all right, sure. Sure. No, no, that's, um, yeah. I, I, I wish that in the scene where it was introduced that they didn't drop uh, both a hard R and yeah. um, say that it was gay. Like, there, there are I a couple things here. I think at least the gay part Sean then is like, I need to get out of this small town. So then Sean is like, y'all, mm. Sean, Sean calls, uh, uses the hard word are against his cousin and then calls them all homophobes, <laughs> which is an interesting place for Sean to be. He's caught between two worlds. Different time, man. Different time. Yeah, it was a different time. Um, uh, yeah. 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 Sean does not have a good episode. He gets mocked for his earring. And then a girl comes over to his house in the middle of the night to make out so that she can cry about her boyfriend. Yeah. I do. I do love that. That is Liz's go-to move when she's like, I feel bad about Max. I'm going to go get Sean. I'm going to go make out with Sean. Maybe that will make me forget. Here's the thing. Uh, He's, he's game. He's he's fine. Like whatever. Yeah. He's doing. Yeah. He knows where his bread is buttered. Yeah. Um, But it doesn't look like he's going to get any more bread. after this episode what i mean obviously there's a whole other season of this show but like um it it felt a little strange to me that at the end of all of this max is like back in liz's arms that he's like oh yeah we the only like the the only would have been in his arms from the second if this all he needed to hear is she didn't sleep with kyle and he's ready to 100 percent marry this girl yeah like that's how binary his brain is as soon as he heard she never slept with kyle he's like okay boom i'll marry you i'll be with you forever by the way i just got rid of a wife so now yeah i just sent a wife uh into space i also like is i don't think Tess. i don't like i said i don't love how far they go with the villain piece of it Because it's also, are we supposed to think Tess is dumb enough that she doesn't think her son will be enslaved? And does she not care about that? Like, why would she think she or the baby would be safe in any way? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Um, Especially once, like, I could see if, like, Nisado was willing to do it because you're trading. It's one thing to trade with other people's lives. But it's very different when trading with your own life and your own baby. Yeah. Well, and th- there was a second where I was like, oh, wait, is she really pregnant? Or, like, is that... Yeah, no, that's a great question. I think but, the show doesn't... Yeah. yeah, the show says she is. Right. But that, she has like, mind-warping powers. Of... Exactly. Which... Yeah. Right, so she could just, like, mind-warp Max into being, like, you you feel the baby in there. 100%. Um, or and... there's... Yeah. And, well, I mean, she could also just be mind-warping. She could have been pretending the whole danger piece. Sure, yeah. Yeah. What's weird about it? What's weird about it is this whole time Tess has known how to go home. 
Uh, well, wait. Because Alex decoded the thing for her. Right, but only recently, right? He did that. I mean, yes, but like, she's not the one who brings the decoded information to the group. I just don't know what her plan was until Michael brings it to the group. Yeah, that's that's a. Because <laughs> she didn't lead them to that. They did that on their in their own investigation. That she well, so did she? She of. never. She never got. So wait, was was she also mind wiping this uh Jennifer person? Yes. Okay. I mean, that's based on what we've seen on the show that Right, right, right. is the deduction. Because this person's named Jennifer and we all called her Leanna. Right. Jennifer Coleman or something like mm-hmm. that. So yeah, so I I don't know what Tess's original plan was. Yeah. But I mean, also, if, like, it's just a matter of making Alex work on it for a while, like, why why does Alex have the special sauce to, like, figure this out where no one else can? I mean, maybe she just had access to Alex. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, she doesn't have, she only has, like, three friends. (laughs) I think she just chose Alex because she has access to him. Yeah, okay, all right. Um, but yeah, I don't know, I guess. And honestly, she didn't get pregnant until really recently. So maybe she would have figured out, maybe she would have like discovered mm, yeah. a, a way to translate the book or something. Yeah. If it, cause yes, if, if her plan requires her to have the baby as a bargaining chip, which it yeah. obviously does, um, then yeah, she can't put anything into action until she's pregnant. All right. So maybe she got pregnant. Because it does happen pretty quickly after she's pregnant that they, yeah. that Michael and Maria and Liz find the, the, the codex or whatever. Um, the yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So, but I was, <sighs> as I was saying, so we start off with all these like really sincere scenes between people saying goodbye. And then we get one with Kyle where he brings Tess flowers and asks about her pregnancy and checks in on her. And then we get a creepy over-the-shoulder vision of Alex in the doorway. (laughs) And that brings it all back to Kyle. No, Alex was here that night. Yeah. Um, And then Tess fixes his brain to say that that wasn't true. Yeah, which is a pretty cool, like, villain turn reveal, right? Yes, like, I thought it was yeah. really effective. It was because you, you, because it's kind of like what the fuck, but also like, no, I know what I just saw. So, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, like I said, I like, I'm okay with Tess accidentally killing Alex in her, you know, blind quest in order to get home. Like that yeah. part doesn't bother. Like, that tracks. Yeah, that tracks. But the part where she's gonna, I mean. <laughs> Turn everyone in. Turn and everyone baby. in to die. Like that scene. That does. She doesn't seem that cold. Um, um. I know you asked about it in your question. Yes. But Kyle coming into the room and saying, "I heard about," uh, and then kind of taps his stomach <laughs> and then gestures to the sky as if to be like, "Oh, I heard about." You're pregnant and you have to go back to your home planet. Otherwise, <laughs> the baby and bike that yourself are in mortal danger. I love, I love these huge, weighty concepts that he communicates with two simple gestures. It's very cute. 
I love Kyle. I mean, Kyle's going through it in this episode. Poor oh, Kyle, yeah. honestly. Oh, yeah. But this is a good Kyle episode. Yeah. It's it's fun to see him suffer, I guess. <laughs> I you love also that when yeah. they're like, Kyle, uh, Tess killed Alex. Kyle saw. And then, <laughs> and then Max is like, well, why didn't you tell anybody, Kyle? <laughs> Oh, Max. Oh, he just wants Max. to get in on the, the, the blame game. Exactly. Hmm. Um, we both had a little moment of mourning uh, watching the, the Jeep burst into flames. Oh, R.I.P. That was sad. Honestly, losing the Jeep is like, is is really heartbreaking. <laughs> it was so nice to see the Jeep again. Uh-huh. And, then, and then just there it goes. Into flames. Goodbye, Jeep. And then now somehow <laughs> Max and Isabel have to explain what happened to the Jeep to their parents. <laughs> well, so, okay, let, let's talk about that video that they make, right? Yes. Because it's it's a goodbye video. They do not reveal that they're aliens in no. the video. They just say, you you all always knew that we weren't normal yep. or, you know, whatever. And that they have to go and they're sorry they have to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that that's it. But they do they do the thing in uh, movies and TV shows that you see all the time of like someone confessing something to another party, but you yes. don't see the other party. Right. And you usually, I usually expect that to be a joke, right? Um, that yeah. like we're going to pull back and reveal that they're talking to the mirror or to like a friend of theirs that's like, I don't know, I could have used a couple, you know, whatever. Right. Um, but in this case, it's just they are revealing the information, but just to a video camera. I don't yes. know. It, fit, it, it, felt, it felt like a weird like pull out to reveal that they are not talking to their parents, but it is still intended for their parents. I don't, I don't know. It, it was it was a weird moment for me. I don't know. I think it was a way to give us that emotional catharsis of that without with potentially no consequence. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I think the show could have benefited by maybe creating more consequences. Like, it kind of would have been awesome if they were like, we're aliens, we gotta go, peace. Yeah. And then season three, they come home, and they're like, okay, so we didn't have to go, but we're not really up for talking more about the alien thing. <laughs> right. So... That's, that's all still true. <laughs> we will talk to you in the morning. <laughs> yeah, we can't really, like, d- dig in. We don't really want to, like, talk. Yeah. Like, I think that could have been... But they, they, I feel like it was a, like I said, it was a way to have the cathar, like we got to hear what they would say to their parents. It's like, almost like when a character writes a letter, I guess yeah. that's what it felt like to me. It yeah. felt more like instead of a letter, they're doing a video, but like, you know, it's a way for them to express their feelings in a one-sided way. Yeah. Well, I get, and I guess what I'm saying is I don't need the root, right? Like I, I don't need, I don't need the shot to be framed in a way where we don't know that they're talking to a camera. Like like if, we could have started with a shot at a camera. Right. We could have started yeah. with them like, you know, pushing it and being like this feels weird, like this just t- talking to the camera pretend yeah. it's mom and dad, you know, like um something to like highlight the reality of of what's happening there, but instead it's like you know, they they want you to believe that they are talking to, directly to their parents yeah. uh, for and for I the guess- first little bit. I- I've, when I've seen this episode a million times. But also right. at this point like that is such an artifice that I it would be shocking if they were talking to their parents i agree so like i guess i don't I, it's almost like yeah they're just using a. Tr- it's almost like just they're using a trope 
Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Because I, I, cause I, for no, no second did I buy into the idea. Like, if, it's like when um, you see someone's feet instead of someone's face. Right. Like, it's a bad guy. You're like, oh, well, that must mean that the face is someone I'm going to recognize. Yes, yes, yes. And well, so it's, it's like, yeah. So yeah, it's kind of a cheat, but it's also kind of a the language of film, I guess. Or that sounds right, more highfalutin. It's not the high, that highfalutin. It's like the language. No, of but TV. you're right. It, it it is the language of film uh, and 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 of TV. But the language is that it's usually speaking a joke, right? Or or like something that's I don't subverting know. our I feel like dramas do it. Yeah, I don't think dramas always make it a joke. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think the thing of you're talking to a different person. That is almost always a joke. Or you're talking to the mirror. But and sometimes, but I don't know that the it's. I don't know. I don't know if in dramas it's always a joke. I mean, it's always a cop out, right? Like that's the real yeah. thing. It's always yeah. it's a cheat. And if it's a joke, then at least you have like you're doing it in service of something. But I feel like they're do, in the service they're doing is saving themselves the third season. <laughs> which is which is unsatisfying. Mm-mm. There is. I'm. Uh, I've. I've been um, rewatching Community um, since yeah. we talked about it on um, Same Day Shipping a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, there, there is a, an episode where um, uh, Annie is uh, dating Rich from their pottery class, yes. who is a, a doctor and like a, a stand-up guy, um, and they like want to let him into the group or or, or something like that. Yeah. Um, and Jeff has like a big, you know, blow up about it. And then he goes, uh, and the, the scene, it's, it's exactly one of these scenes where he like knocks on a door and is apologizing yes. to who we think is going to be Annie. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it turns out to be rich. Yes. And that's a, a moment of it's in a comedy, but it's not, the joke isn't a reveal or the, the reveal isn't a joke. The reveal is like a, 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 a vulnerable Jeff moment. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't. I, All right, I don't but know why okay, I let's bring that be up fair. It's in my head. All right, yeah. I feel like you're bringing it up because, but it is not fair to expect, especially on a metatextual level, Roswell to compete or be in the same league <laughs> no, as right. Community. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Community yeah. used that trope, understood that trope, Better. metabolized that trope, and then did something really interesting with it. But yeah, yeah Roswell isn't. That's not what you we we that's come to Roswell, Roswell <laughs> for like cute couples. And for Scooby Doo plates, yeah, Scooby- I get it. <laughs> it's his, it's her favorite, which also that's such like a Michael or like boy. And when I say boy, I mean like young man. I don't. Yeah, mean you mean male. Boy. Yeah, I mean boy. Thing is like you like Scooby Doo, so let me for a really romantic dinner serve you on Scooby Doo plates. Well, and also even his, you know, she likes Italian food, so he's got the the round table with the yeah. the checkerboard uh, tablecloth, like. But he's trying, so you give him yeah. lots of points for trying. But yeah. it's like he's not quite hitting the aesthetic. Um, but it's very sweet, and then he opens himself up to her, and then they sleep together, and then she thinks that the, that they have like. I don't know, an indeterminate amount of time. And he's like, no, uh, no. hours. <laughs> an <I'm> hour. <laughs> Which I, I don't think that hour is accurate because that was happening at nighttime and they're definitely back at the granolith like during the day. Yeah, it's not clear. It also yeah. seems to be like there's a, the granolith clock seems to be working in a, our, what, what do we call our clock? Oh yeah, I don't. Is it a Roman clock? I don't think, I mean, there's a 
No, I don't think so. The 60 second thing. Anyway, it's a clock that counts seconds, minutes, and hours. Right. And those so are hours. 20... Yes. That's yeah. Right. So it's a 24 hour <laughs> clock. So I think you're right. They leave at like seven in the morning, but yeah. they prep for leaving the night before. I, I think he's saying my time with you, Maria, is gone. Yeah, that's probably it. <laughs> I have, like, to help people hide a Jeep. I got to do stuff. And it is, like, it's very sweet to do the, you know, we were talking about this as, as we were watching, but, like, it's sweet to do the, um, here you can have, like, flashes of, you know, my past. I can reveal yeah. myself to you a- as a callback to season one, mm-hmm. right? Um, but then, like, beyond that, when Liz and Max are, like, you know, tracing down, like, the, the last couple leads, um, and he's like, I have to go, and she's like, go, oh, yeah, he's like, we, I have to go yeah. back, a very lost moment, yeah. and she's like, she does the thing where she points to the sky mm-hmm. in, in the callback to the pilot. Yeah. Um, it's very cute. It's all very cute and very satisfying and, like, ties everything up in, like, a nice... It feels like a complete package. Yes. And I think these two seasons, like the third season, and we'll get into it. It's wild. It's, it's a bit of a wild card compared to the first two seasons, mm-hmm. um, both in good and bad ways. But like the thing of Roswell that I love is contained in these first two seasons. Okay. Like there's pieces of the third season that I really enjoy. But like if someone, if I, if someone needed to like get the nut of what this show is, like these two seasons are it. And I feel like they work as two complete seasons. Again, I think the villain turn for Tess is a real hard turn. Um, (laughs) But I also love, and it's just, this is is one of those things where I'm calling it out, but just because I'm calling Liz Parker the character out, I think it's written exactly how Liz Parker would be. When Liz finds out that he's leaving and he got Tess pregnant and she's like been boiling. So like he tells her that he slept with Tess. That like kicks up her adrenaline. He tells her Tess is pregnant. Okay, that kicks it up even higher. And he tells her he's fucking leaving to save the baby. She is at boiling point, and she's like, I jumped off bridges for you. I broke the law for you. She goes on this whole litany of all the things she did. And then she goes, I saved myself for you. Oh, Liz. <laughs> Which, okay, Liz, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, what, who else were you going to fuck, Liz? And if you had fucked Sean in the last two months, that wouldn't be a problem. Um. But yeah, I saved myself for you. And he's, <laughs> it's just like Liz freaking Parker. You yeah. want credit for that. It's like in your head, you want credit for that, even though you literally tricked him into thinking that you slept with someone else. Yeah. And you started dating when you were like 15. <laughs> <laughs> I saved myself, I saved myself for, for you. you. It's such a Liz Parker move. And then. Because of that, she admits to uh, to Max that Kyle and she never slept together. Which, which to Max I, is like, cool, we can be soulmates again. Which, it is still insane, though. Like, because the follow up is, I didn't sleep with Kyle, but I did lie to you about it uh-huh. for the purposes of hurting your feelings. And <laughs> once he has all the context, I think he will forgive, would forgive her. Like, as a viewer, yeah. I know Max, and I know that once he knows all about future Max and all of this, plus yeah. the piece that future Max obviously didn't know, but that Tess, had, Tess was turned against them already before. So yeah. it also means that the sacrifice that, Matt, uh, that Liz made, like, doesn't actually, didn't actually change the future, you know? Yeah, he still doesn't that, end up with that. Yeah. Yes. So, like, I think... 
once Max knows everything, he's still going to be arms around Liz saying you're the reason I, you know, the, you were the best thing I ever did or whatever. Right. Um, even though I still argue that maybe saving her was the thing that put him in danger the most. Uh, but okay. I mean, because, like, Tess wouldn't have been able to find them. Yeah. Like, they, they, anyway, whatever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, once Max knows everything, he will forgive Liz. It, to my mind, I can't imagine a world where he wouldn't. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it feels like, uh, he's not even curious about it right like as soon as she's like oh yeah no i didn't actually sleep with sleep with kyle mm -hmm. he's like oh all right <laughs> like, no <laughs> he, <he's, laughs> no follow-up question no nope. well he's kind of just shocked and then is that he doesn't kiss her right after that right he kisses her later but he kisses they kiss goodbye yeah they they kiss goodbye um, and then creepy Tess, which it, it's one of those line readings I just really like when <laughs> she kisses Max hello. And then she's like, you kiss Liz. It's okay. You'll forget about her where we're going. Yeah. So good. it's, 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 it's one of those where it's like, oh no, girl, just keep, keep the act up for just like a little <laughs> bit longer. You're so close. Max doesn't even notice. He's got other things on his plate. That's right. Um, but yeah, I, I really like this episode. I'm glad we watched it. Um, Me too, especially after uh, Off the Menu. Like It just makes Off the Menu feel even more, like I said, yeah. it's so irrelevant. Yes, you need to get that. I, and I, I'm, I'm okay. I have no like qualms with making... I wish, honestly, Amy, instead of this weird fugue state, they should have just shown her tapping her fingers. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, the, the fugue state is weird because it seems like is, is well, my, my first thought is, uh, are Tess's powers wearing off on her? Mm, maybe. Like is, or, but know, then that would like, have been yeah. stronger if that had been a distance of time from when we saw that episode. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, but yeah, so off, so it's like, we have, this has been a good day. We did this, uh, for the listener, if you don't realize in a marathon day, we've been doing this for many hours. That's We're right. coming up on our, the end of hour five, I think. Yeah. Well, um, I, I mean, it's, it's hard to measure time really, because we're also doing this on the, <laughs> the, the first day of, uh, return from daylight savings time. That's true. Um, so we lost so, an hour, but we gained yeah. many memories that we'll cherish forever. <laughs> Oh, uh, Ryan, that's it. That's the closing line. Okay. We did it. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Welcome Back to Roswell. If you enjoy the show, please leave us a review over at Apple Podcasts or follow us on uh, social media. We're at Roswell Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Take care and have a great week.